Welcome. This is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers. We are just fans trying to share our love with you. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast or email us questions and requests at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple and Google Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify, and please subscribe and share. Frank. <laughs> My name is Frank. That's Jim over there. Jim is, uh, he's. I was Jim. He was. <laughs> Jim died at approximately 9.30 p.m. on Saturday. What happened? Uh, I had my, we finally celebrated our wedding. We got married in January. Congratulations, by the oh, way. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm not fishing for compliments because I don't <laughs> deserve them right now. And, uh, we had our party mm-hmm. and, uh, as you do. Yes. And it was a lot of fun. Thanks for everybody that came. If you're listening. Um, but I died. <laughs> And now, on Monday, you have been resurrected for the sole purpose of... Yeah, much like Jesus Christ, <laughs> superstar. Right. Almost three days later, I have been reborn. You've been reborn to... Problem is, my vo- I left my voice on Saturday oh, night. Oh, no. It hasn't, gone. it hasn't been resurrected with you. No, no. I left it in the grave. Oh, man. How are you going to get it back? Um, I have no idea. It's go- I think it's gone forever. <laughs> I think undeath has taken my, my voice away. Wow. So, I got to get it back because uh, I got stuff to do. This yeah. Week. How are you feeling? Uh, I think I'm almost completely recovered. Yesterday, I was absolutely incapacitated. So you're on day two now of potentially still being hungover. I can't believe I'm this hungover. <laughs> I've never been this hungover in my entire life. Where like I was, I had to do things. I got up at like 7 a.m. on Sunday okay. or 8 a.m. I ordered breakfast sandwiches, mm-hmm. as one does. A classic yeah. hangover move. With a milkshake. Ah. So I slammed the milkshake, <laughs> ate half the sandwich, looked at my wife, and I was just like, she was just like kind of giggling at me. She's usually in my, my spot, mm-hmm. and I'm the other way around. I'm the one taking care of her. She's laughing. My eyes are closed while I'm eating. And she's just like, why don't you go to bed? I'm like, I'm, I'm going back to bed. I slept oh. for two more hours. <laughs> I got up. I was still hungover. I started typing away. I think it's when I texted you. Yeah. Started typing away. And I was just like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And then I had stuff to do with the bar. So I ran up to the bar, looked at the bartender, did the inventory and all this stuff. And I just was like, I'm getting out of here. I can't live like this. This is not life. I will say for the listeners out there, Jim is very uh, open with communications when it comes to the podcast. Yeah. He's usually constant. He's very good with uh, keeping on top. He does a lot of good work. There's there's another compliment for you. Well, Jim. thank you very much. You do that. a lot of work for the podcast. And um, I did not hear from him until about <laughs> Sunday night. And uh, I was like, oh, man, he's got to be pretty banged up. Because, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I don't think I'll ever recover. My, my soul is gone. It's left me. I'm an empty shell now. Well, now you are. You have another half to fill that empty. Yes. Empty. There you go. She overcompensated yesterday. She woke up. She was hair of the dog in the morning. And I'm like, are you? You're yeah, crazy right seriously? now. Seriously? Yeah. So she was like. Having a beer, she drank a couple of beers, fell asleep for like four hours. Then I'm doing the stuff at the bar. She texts me. She's like, oh, "Could you grab a couple more beers?" I'm like, "Sure, I guess." Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she was in pretty bad. She was banged up. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's you know it's our wedding. We yeah. do it once. We're hopefully we only do it once. Right. You hopefully yeah. only do it once. Yes. Um, you know, but that's what uh, that's what weddings things like that are for. It's for everybody to get banged up. Everyone had a good time. Sounds like you clearly had a very good time, yeah. or at least the the parts that you can remember. Well, I have a knot on my forehead. <laughs> if you could see this, it kind of looks like a pimple, but I don't know where that came from. 
Yeah. Yeah, I've got all kinds of pe- aches and pains. It feels like I've got thrown down a flight of steps. Like you got hit. And this is two days later. Yeah. 36 hours. <laughs> so how about you? Uh, I was fine. It was great. Uh, Sunday, I watched the um, the Emmys. I'm a big Emmys guy. Uh, how are you? Okay. Yes, I watched... I don't um, watch any award shows. No? Ever. Nope. I'll, sometimes not? I'll catch the Oscars, but it's only if I'm doing like a pool. Oh, okay. You know, like a totally random here, pick mm-hmm. out of a hat, best actor, best actress. You, you know, everybody throws in a couple bucks and people win money. Sure, yeah. That's the only time I ever watch it. I think for me, it's just now uh, almost like transcended to this thing that I feel obligated to do because right. I was really into it when I was younger. Same here. Um, you know, I did do the pools and all that. I would do parties at one point in my life. Um, and now it's just like something I do and uh, I don't know. I enjoy it. They're fine. Game Emmys, of Thrones won. Emmys are TV shows, right? Yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones won best drama, but they pretty much lost everything else. Well, I guess they had to give it to some. Well, it's, yeah. it's like they got best drama on the last season, which everybody complained about. Yeah. It's I like think that's it's, a consolation award. Right. That's more like, here you go. You know, this is for the whole, the grand scope of it. It's it was like Peter necessary. Jackson getting an Academy Award, like the last one of the. Last Lord of the Rings. Of the Rings yeah. Uh, Peter Dinklage won best supporting actor. Though. I did see that. Yeah, so it was that good. came across my feed when I opened my eyes once when I was <laughs> Other than that, um, I watched this Amazon show, Undone. Have you heard of this? Uh, I've seen stills, and I've heard some things about it, but I haven't watched it yet. So, it's like part um, motion capture. Yeah, yeah, it is very similar. If you've seen the movie Scanner Darkly, yeah. it is like the same type of kind of style. Not necessarily yeah, animation. It, they, they put some sort of animation type thing over it it's a very unique look like right. when you see it you'll be like oh okay cool and uh it's about this woman who gets into a car accident and her dead father appears and tells her that sh- he she needs to help him solve his murder okay so it's very trippy you don't really know what's going on there's a lot of cool visual things going on highly recommend it it's only like seven episodes very Did short. you blow through the whole thing yeah. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Maybe I'll watch it today. Yeah. It's one of those things, too, where it's, I'm hoping it's just the one season, right. but it's been so popular now that right. people are like, oh, we need a second season. I'm like, eh, I kind of hope not. That's actually. what I did with, um, what's the HBO show where half the pop or a fifth of the population disappears? Oh, uh, the, the Leftovers. Leftovers. Mm-hmm. I love that first season. Yeah. But I didn't see why they needed a second and third season or whatever. And I was kind of against it. And, I've heard it was, they were great. I might go back and watch them. Right. Because I love the leftovers. People were complaining that there was no closure. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's perfect. Right. Yeah. Some shows do not need closure. Yeah. They work better open-ended. Speaking of closure, RIP fake grand order, the game, the phone game. <laughs> what happened? This happened last week and I f- forgot to mention it. Um, so I couldn't get into it. I was playing and I was having fun. I was enjoying it. I couldn't get into it physically on my phone. Right. So it suggested I delete my cache and then delete the app and re-download it. So I did this, and mm-hmm. then I couldn't get back into the app. Like, I didn't have my numerical passcode or something, which right. I never knew I had. So I tried to reach out to them and stuff. I got nothing. And I was just like, nope, I guess that's the end of that. And that game's done. But hello, Azure uh. Lane. <laughs> I'm on the Azure Lane, uh, Azure Lane boat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sexy babes or boats. Sure. I'm into some it. Some are sexy. Some are just, like, cutesy. Right. But, well, uh, are they like the sexy ones more powerful? Or is it like a way? Uh, you know, now that I think about it, I think the sexier ones are like the battleships. Oh, okay. Uh, the and big, like the big boobs and big right. light girls that are all sense. battleships. And like the scout ships are like the cute ones. Cute girls. Yeah. 
And I just realized I'm, I'm playing and it's kind of repetitive and I'm just doing it. I'm obviously, this is a thing now for the podcast. Yeah. You're, you, you, know, you. <laughs> I pretty much just like start picking up these games and playing them. Um, it's getting pretty repetitive, but I'm also like spending a lot of time trying to get certain ones leveled up so I can see what they can do. Okay. Cause it's like, well, you get to a certain level where you, it's, it's kind of like bullet hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So okay. it's got to, you get a controller on the screen. You also have buttons for special commands if they fire on their own. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you hit a certain level and it's autoplay. So you just have to just like, okay, play, you put it down, you do something else, you come back. Okay. That turns over. Let me do it again. Uh, okay. So you don't really have to stare at your phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I just realized that I can marry one of these women now. That's part oh, of the game. Oh, wow. Okay. That's <laughs> I cool. Think, I a little to bit of a like dating sim thing. 100 like popularity or something, whatever the term is. I think it's affinity with one of the characters and I can marry them. Oh, uh, I'm sure that they're, it's a lot easier if you get money involved too. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you oh. can marry them a lot quicker, if you uh, give us $50. Yeah, please pay us. Yeah. Yeah. It's like forty nine ninety nine <laughs> yeah. for like these to get gems. Your food, these so worthless gems. <laughs> Yes. I think Edger Lane's the one that the guy like tried to attack the uh, office. Oh, no, no, that was Final Fantasy. The Final Fantasy, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Azure Lane. So, do you recommend it for a cell phone game? Uh, if you like sexy babes that are, look like boats, yeah, sure. And they talk to you in a very sexually suggestive manner. Really? Stop staring at my chest. Wow, one yeah. girl has giant boobs, and she says, uh, com- your commander, that's your name, commander. Mm-hmm. Commander, I've dropped my handkerchief. Can you pick it up for me because I might fall over? <laughs> Cause she's too top heavy. She's too top heavy. <laughs> Do they call them torpedoes? That would be cool. No, they, she doesn't mention tor- <laughs> torpedoes. I don't know if it translates that way. Uh, all right, cool. Well, that's uh, that's the new segment we're doing. Jim's cell phone game corner. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. There's a new one. I love I'm it. I love it. Yeah. One out there. I was thinking about downloading, but I can only do one at a time. I can't mm. do two at a time. Are you all caught up on the shows uh, this y- summer? All but two. Yes. Yeah, we only have. One week left. We have two shows left that have a final episode this week. Mm-hmm. Grand Belm and Demon Slayer. And then next week is when we're doing our... Yes, our best of. Best yeah. of. So get buckled up. Yeah. So if you're not caught ready. up, get caught up, everybody. Including you, Frank. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll get caught up. Well, there's only two. It's just because they're on Hulu. Are That's they, the reason. Yeah, they both are on Hulu. I think so, Demon Slayer's on... Uh, is Oh, no. Demon Slayer's on Crunchyroll. So it's Grand Belm. Right, so those ones I, I have no. I'm caught up. Uh, the only reason the ones is that are on on Hulu, you haven't caught up on. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's just like a weird. I don't know, some sort of mental block where right. I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go, go to Hulu. Hulu. Like, like, what is legit this? Takes I'm like, like 10 seconds. it. I don't know what it is <laughs> in terms of anime. I'm like, oh man, I gotta go over and hit this Hulu button and. Uh, in my weird sleep cycle from last night, I uh, what I woke up at five and watched. I'm almost done. Uh, the first part of uh, Carol on Tuesday. Oh, it's really good. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like jokey and fun and it takes on some serious stuff, but it's a fun show. Is it light? It's it is light. It's yeah. light. Yeah. It's not dark. All right. All right. This is why we're here this week. And this is why I couldn't type much because I was hung over and mm-hmm. I was stressing about this. This is our, we're going to do some news this week. It's going to be a fun episode. Yes. Also, uh, Happy autumn to you. Ah, yes. Happy Today autumn. It's officially the first day of autumn, and it is 90 degrees in Philadelphia. Yeah, and it's not cold out Climate at change all. is not real. It's, stop. I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Promare premiered last week in the United States. 
yeah. in theaters. Did you see it? I did see it. And it how was, was it? awesome. I was so jealous. Oh, it was so it. good. My daughter and I were having a blast. I was going to go see it, and then I looked at the times, and outside of uh, a place that is too far for me to travel to, it was like Tuesday and Thursday, and those are the That's, two days. I yeah, they were the only two days that it was showing. It was Tuesday yeah, and Thursday. Yeah, I, um, I worked doubles on both those days, so gotcha. it just was not possible. But Yeah, Tuesday was nationwide. It was the, um, the dub. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday was the sub. Oh, okay. So we, we went to the sub. You went to the sub? Yeah, we went and got ramen beforehand and then walked across the street. Oh, you and your family. Me and my daughter. You and your daughter. How yeah, we had a good so time. You, you really enjoyed it? Oh, yeah, it was really fun. It was really bright. It was really colorful. It was well animated. Trigger knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Had all kinds of callbacks to their other shows. At this point, yeah. We, yeah. I would imagine that they do. I'll let everybody watch it first before we really talk about it. Because, okay. you know, if you can't see it in the theater, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is like once you miss it, you're just like, oh, cool. And everyone's like, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Okay, okay. It opened at number three in the United States on Thursday. Really? Which is pretty good. Yeah, that's really good. Something on limited like release. That. Yeah. Uh, my theater wasn't sold out, but I heard it sold out in other areas. Was there a lot of people though? Or? Yeah, yeah, it was good halfway full. Wow. Yeah, everybody was cheering, having a good time. It was that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. There's a big kiss in it, man. It is awesome. <laughs> I feel like whenever you go to those types of uh, the limited releases, which typically just happen a lot with animated movies, right. they're a lot more involved. Like I feel like the audience is like everybody's on board. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Because like everybody, whenever there was a callback to like Gurren Lagann or something like that, the whole place went nuts. That's nuts. awesome. Yeah. No, that's so cool. More films. Uh, you're all done given, correct? Yes. Yep. The sequel is going to be a film and it's coming out in 2020. Which, uh, a little bit of a spoiler alert for um, next week's episode. Pretty excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you. (laughs) Welcome Uh, aboard. Right, yeah. It took a while. It took a while. It was a slow train Uh, to to Boytown. It is, yeah. That in particular. But um, not to get into that, I am excited for it. It would be, it ends itself where I could see a movie. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, I could see a second. Like a two-hour film about where the story's going to go next. Right. So, so, you know, hopefully we'll be able to catch that. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking forward to more boy love, that's the place to go. And I am. All right. So uh, we all know about the Kyoto animation fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35 people died that day, the day of or the day after the arson. Um, but 34 remaining victims are no longer in life threatening condition. Some of them have to stay in the hospital in intensive care, but no one else has died as a result of the fire, which is good news. It was very good news. Yeah. And a spinoff of that is the uh, Violet Evergarden, Gaiden Eternity, and the Auto Memory Dolls film. Mm-hmm. It opened at number six in Japan on September 6th. Now, is that good for Japan? I mean... I think it was going against some pretty yeah. pretty heavy stuff. Like, number one, I think the week was uh, the live-action Kaguya-sama. Ah, yes. War film. That's awesome. We watched that in January, if you guys didn't know, because we didn't do a podcast back in January, and I think we both raved about that show. Oh, it yeah. It still stands up to me as one of the best five shows of the year. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah so good. It hits a lot of cool notes. It's um, so funny. It is really, really funny. I didn't expect to laugh as much as I did at that show. Yeah. But uh, the Violet Evergarden film itself has been postponed indefinitely since the fire. This, it, the Memory Dolls was done beforehand. It was a spinoff. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, I had read that it it didn't even open in that many theaters. I think it said something like 86. Yeah. So that might be part of the reason why, too. Um, or maybe it's just, you know, it, like you said, fierce competition. Yeah, it's I, uh, Weathering With You is still number two. Yeah. which And that's been out for a month. So That kind of makes sense to yeah. me. It's amazing how many animated movies come out in Japan. I mean, I get it. They have a massive animation uh, mm-hmm business but it's 
the United States barely. Like, yeah. What we get like ten a year? If that. Yeah. yeah. They get they get like ten a month. And on top of that, it's almost always family children movies. Yeah. You know, your Frozen's and your right. stuff like that. Which are great films. I love Frozen, but yeah. when it comes down to it, it's for kids. Right. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. There's the no. kids' film that is perfectly fun for adults to watch too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is coming from somebody who probably didn't have to watch it a million times. Who's that? You. I like Frozen. Oh, I watched it a bunch. Yeah. You watch it a bunch? Yeah. Damn. I have, I'm around little kids a lot, nieces and nephews and stuff. Are you a big Pixar guy? I don't think we ever talk. Like, sure. Yeah. 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 I like Pixar. I do too. They do no wrong. Everything they make is well thought out and does and is a pretty damn good movie. I will agree with that. Yeah. yeah. They are not like, oh, this one was trash. Real quick, favorite Pixar movie. Toy Story 2. Mm, okay. Right? Yeah. No, I mean, I really like, all a choice. Yeah. I like Finding Nemo too. I like Ratatouille. Uh, I didn't like right. That yeah, was one that I didn't like. I just thought that a mouse making or a rat making food was, was You couldn't get past that. As someone that works like, in the food, industry, food yeah. service industry, <laughs> that was kind of gross. I actually had a dream last night about rats. What? They were on my step. They were, what do you mean? Like I don't know. I just remember They were just like, hanging out and I was going to look at those rats and somebody was like, what rats? And they were like nasty. They like just the real... There was a Godzilla in this dream. Oh my God. I was, I was so like, like animated rats or like, no, like, no, like regular... live action. Live I have to explain movie. that. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Kaguya-sama's Love is War. Live action. Uh, <laughs> live action live dream action, movie. Dream movie. Yeah. <laughs> and not animated rats. Okay. So right. like, yeah. Right. Let's get back on track. <laughs> it was my fault. Sorry. I can't laugh too much. I'll lose my voice. Yeah, completely. exactly. And you don't want me to be talking the entire time because people are going to be like, wow, that Frank, he just, he's not great with words. Sure you are. Oh, shocks. Don't be so down on yourself. Mm, I got Let it. Let me be down on you. Oh, okay. Yeah, that works. All right. Uh, pirated manga aggregator app Manga Rock. Have you ever used this? I have not. It no. got recommended to me, and apparently they have a payment plan, but they don't own any of the properties. Mm-hmm. At least they did. Mm-hmm. They revealed a plan to shut down the service and rebrand. Manga Rock is rebranding as the MR Comics platform. So I didn't know a whole lot about this. Uh, I researched a little bit last night yeah. and today. So from my understanding, they had put up a whole thing. It was kind of like an apology comment. Yeah, yeah, I got it. It. Did you read that? Yeah, oh, I okay. had it. Uh, A little bit more background. Okay. Uh, the developer plans to make MR Comics 100% official comics platform. So therefore, people that produce the mangas will make money off it. Mm-hmm. Not a basement studio is the Vietnamese developer that manages manga, manga rock. And they said it would, they would completely shut down the service studio stated that manga rock started as a project when the staff were in co- were college students and it gathered scanlations that were already released. It sounds like a bunch of bullshit. So they also said, uh, at that time we didn't understand the manga industry. We didn't know the origin of scanlations, including things without official licenses. As time has passed, we have come to understand the damage being incurred by manga creators and publishers. Moreover, as Manga Rock's popularity increased more and more, the damage also increased. Therefore, we are deeply reflecting on our role in accelerating the blah, 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 blah. We are truly sorry for causing the manga industry so much trouble. I'm rolling my eyes so hard right now. I would imagine that this has a lot to do. I mean, I'm just speculating, mm-hmm. but remember the two people that got locked up. Yeah. In Vietnam? Was it Vietnam? Indonesia. Yeah. Wasn't that when they were like... The Japanese. They were, were coming was, internationally, it right? It was like... I a, forget. Yeah. It was in Southeast Asia. We had, we had covered it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I got a feeling that they backed out real quick when they found out this was going to happen. And they're like, oh, wow. They're willing to cross uh, you know, country lines and, yes. and persecute these people. 
Yeah. Oh, we're real sorry. No, you aren't. You, you finally got to a point where you, you had to be like, oh, yeah, we have to shut this pirate this pirate thing down. Right. That's really what happened. <laughs> so like, weird. yeah. Oh, we didn't know any better. You oh, knew, we're you, so, yeah. yeah. It's, it's mea culpa, Come mea culpa. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, we didn't know that people tried to make money off of their art. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. It's like people that say, like, I'm sorry that you're offended, but oh, worst apology oh, ever. Yeah, the worst apology. I'm sorry that I offended you. I'm sorry that I stole money for you, but I was really dumb then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> so the 45th Saturn Awards happened. Mm-hmm. It's Saturn Awards. Uh, they honor the best science fiction, horror, fantasy movies, and television programs. The Nerd Oscars. Yeah, it's the Nerd Oscars. Mm-hmm. Polygon Pictures uh, won its first Best Animated Series Award for uh, Star Wars Resistance. Have you watched it? Uh, I have not watched that one in particular, but I am aware of it. It yeah. has a very uh, unique visual style. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I guess it's on Disney XD or one of the yeah, Disney Yeah, one of the Disney kind of offshoots. I haven't, yeah. watched, I haven't watched any of these Star Wars no. spin-offs. No. Recommend the Clone Wars. Oh, I you get part. The cel-shaded one or like the original one that looked like? Uh, both, actually. Yeah, I remember yeah. the original one. I didn't watch the second one. So the original one was really cool. and then it Looked the, like Samurai Jack stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and then the one after that was like they started to do it as a kid's show yeah. in the very beginning. And once you get past the first season, they like abandoned that when they probably realized that children were not watching this. Right. <laughs> yeah. I was, I, now that I think about it, I did watch a couple of episodes of that when it first came to Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it really bothered me that no one got shot except robots. Oh yeah, yeah. That like really bugged me. I'm just like like even the movies and they're PG. Yeah, the stormtroopers get shot. Yeah, no, definitely. So I've never seen it, but anyway, Polygon, the company that worked on it, um, they worked on Ajian and the Godzilla trilogy. So you can watch those on mm-hmm. Netflix. Also, Alita: Battle Angel was nominated for best science fiction film. A movie you champion. I champion. They didn't win. Mm. Ready Player One. Oh. One. Wow. Ready Player Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely, yeah. Cause, uh, uh, did you read the book, Ready Player One? I did read the book, um, and I saw the movie. I was I liked the book for what it was, which I make it... It's like very much like almost a blockbuster movie in book form. Right. And then the movie... Well, uh, was an okay blockbuster. Um, I not not one to win an award though. Neither the book or the movie. Um, yeah, I mean, especially if you're really into pop culture, then that's right. pretty much the whole book. I um, have a problem with just in general nostalgia at this point. It's just like, yeah. and Ready Player One is. It seemed like I mean I didn't watch the whole thing. I only saw clips of it, but it seemed like all the nostalgia was like, oh look, the '80s were so cool. Yeah, which a is a lot of eighties stuff. A big thing right now. Yeah. I think it still is. Well, yeah, American Horror Story just came out with like nineteen eighty four, which yeah. I'm not going to watch, but I know it came out. Right. Yeah, that's like America right now has a really big hard on for the eighties, and I love eighties music. Sure, but I grew up in the eighties. <laughs> There's a lot of terrible things that happen to people in the eighties. It's far. I think it's at the point where it's like far enough where. Um, People view it in, with rose and there's also glasses. Yeah, and a younger generation mm-hmm. didn't grow up in it. Right, a fascination right? Yeah. there. So yeah, it's like wow, look at the clothes they wore, look at the music they listened to, look at the font designs and the colors and the massive amounts of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't necessarily get the fascination. Uh, the '80s, I mean, it's fine as a aesthetic. It's, but um, I think it's, a, it's starting to get to a point where it's a little overdone. yeah, we're just overdone. Yeah, and then. We'll be talking about the 90s and we've, 10 years. Yeah, we've reached peak 80s. Everybody's going to be like, oh, yeah, grunge. But wearing flannel is the coolest. Yo-yos. 
<laughs> yo-yos. What? <laughs> Yo-yo. They'll be like yo-yo masters. So I don't know. Yeah, I always talk about this. Do you know anything about yo-yo masters? I have no idea what you're talking so, about. That's why I'm completely baffled right now. Cool. Moving on. Go ahead. No, Tell no, me. No. I want to know. I don't want to go on this tangent about yo-yo. Okay. So in school, they had this thing. I don't know if this was just me, but they would have this guy come, and he was a yo-yo master. Oh, yeah. That was a thing even when I was in really? school. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's been around so forever. bizarre. It's because they have to fill time for assemblies for kids. So they're like, check out these yo-yos, but then they sell the yo-yos. It's almost like this uh, like traveling salesman type type of thing right hawking yo-yos <laughs> duncan yo-yos duncan, aren't they the official ones duncan Duncan's were like oh one, if you yeah. had a duncan you were like oh if you got one of those weird like aluminum ones <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like the cheap one yeah you could definitely tell that was like a classic thing they would be like oh wow you got the yo- oh the duncan oh, yeah it's oh. like i'm not wearing jordans right. you got picked on <laughs> look at your nerdy yo-yo i got a duncan i got a duncan my mom, that was the thing my mom I, bought it for i went me. through like a maybe four month thing when I was a kid where I went into yo-yos. You were like into yo-yos. I was doing yo-yos around the world, the swing. Sure, yeah. I can't do it now. I couldn't tell you. No, you lost all those it's tricks un- to time. It's unlike riding a bike. You know, you just completely forget that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I lo- I, I'm already in love with this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me, uh, should I, should I put all the lawsuit stuff at the back end? Yeah. yeah we'll do the lawsuit. Serious stuff. We'll move on to games. So Tokyo game show happened. It happens every year, Tokyo. It's a big thing. It is very big. Uh, we got more Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. which looks awesome still. It, yeah, it looks amazing. I can't wait. We got an hour of Death Stranding. Yes. Which you and I are both excited for. Very excited. And we're trying, starting to see what the game actually is besides yeah. like crazy trailers. I just want to climb that mountain, man. Yeah. With the ladder. Yeah, with the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, also, uh, are you familiar with the virtual on games no i don't think so okay virtual on was like a old uh playstation game that was robot battles okay but like mech style battles sure so uh they're coming to playstation 4 in the form of cyber troopers virtual on masterpiece 1995 2001 sick it'll include the uh three games of the original debut and arcades that's uh cyber troopers virtual on from 1995 uh virtual on Tangram and Virtual On Force. So mech people, if you like video games, I think this is the one for you. It never came over to the States? No, I don't think so. Uh, no, no, I definitely have Virtual On a PS1. Oh, okay. Yeah. But these ones, no. or were these, okay. I think these were in arcades. This is one of the best parts about the future, is getting like things like this. Yeah. Where they're like, hey, guess what? This never came out over stateside. Now you guys got it. And Did like, you okay, see sweet. anything about the, I don't have this in my notes, but mm. I'll just add it. Did you see anything about this role-playing game called Moon? No, what is that? So it's something that was only available in Japan, but it's coming to the United States. It's okay. going to be available on, I think, uh, Switch. Um, so you're a char- your character, basically, it kind of flips RPGs. So there's a main character that you don't use okay. that's going around this little environment, killing monsters, wrecking houses, blowing shit up to collect stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have to go behind him and clean up. <laughs> Really? Yeah, like he like the RPG guy, like the guy that's like the main character, right. like who, who you would be your link. Yeah, is actually kind of a bad guy because he's destroying entire environments. So you're like a non-player character. You're like yes. the, the cleanup crew I mean, that it. you don't see. I'm so into it. I, I love mean, change, like any kind of difference in what the normal setup is. Yeah, those are so cool. Like when you're playing, you like play a uh, 
you know, a shopkeep or whatever, yeah. like an RPG style town. Like those are very um, fascinating to me because it is it's fun to see, like to think and get in that mindset where you're like, oh yeah, these people, these non-player characters, they're like living lives and stuff. And you just come in and you're like, oh, sweet pot, I'm going to shatter. I'm going to shatter pot. your shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm going through <laughs> all of flowers. it. <laughs> I see you got this ruby. It's mine now. Yeah. Like you just stole from that poor guy. <laughs> Speaking of pretty standard, um, uh, RPGs. Uh, the first three Dragon Quests are also coming to Switch. You, I know you like Dragon Quest, right? I do. Um, I'm more on it because the Toriyama was the design, mm-hmm. character design, and I like the monsters. They're kind of, you know, think of anything he's designed, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball stuff like that. Well, they're like very classic now yeah. at this point, and yeah. it, it just looks cool. It's yeah. his specific style, and everything is like always. It's very slime heavy. Yeah, lots of slimes. I'm always fascinated by. Uh, just like a from a cultural standpoint, mm-hmm. like in Japan when it's released, it's just like people take off work. I know, yeah. like it's like it's like a, basically a holiday. Like a lot of people just just don't show up to school. Like it's huge where we don't really have like the equivalent over here. Do you I feel like like being a kid and getting a new game and then just like, being oh, like mom, I'm sick, dude. That's how I am now. Yeah. <laughs> Like certain games, I like will tell people the Fallout series in particular at the top of my head, where like I will be gone for like a day or yeah. two. I usually I do, and you know I I've, I've talked about it before. I don't buy games when they come out; I wait for them to go on sale. But a lot of times, I'll buy them in the middle of summer when I know it's going to be. I don't want to do anything, right? And with the bar over the last few years, I've been a little too busy. But mm-hmm. I used to just like spend hours on my couch playing shit, and I'd like being late for work, holding in a poop. You know what I mean, like. Very I, like, yeah. like, and I'm not even doing it. I'm doing like in Skyrim, like when I when I got first oh, got yeah. that. It's just, what are you even doing? You're not nah. doing anything. When you really think of it like that, but some of these games, when you really get it or it really clicks with you, I feel like it just like it's mind blowing. It's yes. like your mind gets over, like you're overloaded, and you're like, this is amazing. Like, and I'm I am a super grind player when I play games. Like, really? I will do the same missions over and over and over just to force myself to get higher and higher. So this way, when I get something good i'm just housing everything right so when you get towards the end game you're just like well, i'm on level you're yeah. killing everything yeah i'm on stuff. like yeah you know storyline number three of ten but i'm now like 58th level right because i'm just grinding out these fucking little monsters they're like get yeah get these rats away from my house and you're yes. just like punching them to death in one hit Wait, what game was that with the rats <laughs> i was used to go on them oh man it was like a medieval one but with monsters and you can marry women in their Fable? House. Fables. Yes. Oh, okay. Shit. I forgot all about that game. Damn, this is rat cast. Yeah, it is. Let's move on. Fable's a good game. Though. There's a lot of rats, man. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> Fable. I was having horrible dreams oh. about Fable in my drunken oh. haze. Uh, people excited for Robot Wars 5. Do you know Robot Wars 5? That I don't know. No. Okay, so it's basically they take a bunch of robots from different franchises. Okay. Combine them together. It's a fighting tactical game. Oh, that sounds like right up my alley. Well, people that were excited for it are mm. not happy because it's region locked and unavailable on Steam outside of Japan. So you can't even get it over here? You can't. It's ha- tough for them to get. I guess Because like, when they get the licenses for all these products, it's easier in Japan than it is to come over here because different people have the products over here. Right, okay. So it's like a lot harder. That makes a little bit more sense because I can get not like localizing a game right. and translating it, but to not 
allow access is crazy, but that makes a little a little more sense. I, you're I basically paying more twice for the streaming for the rights to these properties. Right. You're paying the original owner and the licensor. Yeah, and right. then they're just like nobody's going to pay. Licensee, one hundred and fifty dollars for this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the on the because they got to add on to the price. They're not going to eat it. No, yeah. yeah, of course not. And it's just going to be ridiculous. So yeah, yeah that sucks. You got any more game stuff? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, Attack on Titan Tactics phone game is now available. Oh, yeah. Real-time strategy. Mm-hmm. Over 50 characters. Okay. Looks like you're defending the walls. Mm-hmm. Looks like you got an Aaron. Okay. It, they have, like, they're small with big heads, which I'm always into that look. Okay, yeah. Especially the Titans. They look mm-hmm. ridiculous. Uh, we'll see what happens with Azure Lane. I might get this one. Uh, I might get this one as well. All right, yeah. Because I had read that this is how they got me. A tower defense, I actually kind of like those types of games. Yeah. But they said that there was exclusive yes. storyline story content. And yeah. I was like, what? Are you kidding me? I'm going to have to play More this game. Attack on Titan? How could, <laughs> I, how could I become a completionist unless I've yeah. played every game they ever I out? need to do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. They got me, at least for a little bit. All right, let's see what else I have. Uh, okay. Uh, Assassin's Creed manga. Okay. It's coming in October. I'm into it. I read the comics. They had, uh, they had a run for a little bit. I'm a big Assassin's Creed guy. Okay. This one's in China, right? I own, yes, it is. It's called Assassin's Creed Chronicles China. Ooh. The character is Ooh. a female character named Xiao Jun. Into it. Do you know Xiao Jun? Has she popped up in any of the games? No, no. the the game is the games are like really big on they'll have something like that, but it'll be like a side quest, right. and then it'll be like buried behind. You have to collect a hundred, you know, feathers, and then they'll be like, oh yeah, so and so is an ancestor, so and so, and then it's kind of a blink if you miss it sort of thing. I have Assassin's Creed three, and I've never played it. Is that the? Uh, I'm Colonial putting my hands one? up. Like, You're I don't like know. I, I, no I don't know. Uh, the games. Uh, I'm still playing the Odyssey. I know my brother was playing. The, is Odyssey the? Oh, Odyssey is the Greek one, right? Yeah. My brother was playing the pirate one. He said was, Black Flag. He said it was terrible. No. Yeah, 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 he didn't like oh, it. Oh man. <laughs> I do know though that the I've played almost every one. There's like a side scroller one that was on like the PSP. I, I don't think I played. Mm-hmm. But um, I do know that people definitely want Japan. Yes. Um, that's like a big one. And they just keep not doing it. Like they've done a lot of other things at this point And they tease it a lot. Like it's a big thing in the games. Like you'll see kind of indicators that they're going to do it. But yeah. they haven't pulled the trigger yet. Yeah, it might be why. like a big release type of thing. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. That's That would be cool. Yeah, it's the uh, artist's Minoshi Kurata. Um Nothing that I've read. He, but it looks like most of his stories are like female based and and um, timepieces. Okay, cool. So, All right, sign me up. So it seems like he's Hopefully got the gets pedigree. Ah, I'm into it. The series will unfold with the story of China's last assassin as she alone attempts to thwart the Templars from overruling the world. I hate those Templars. The fucking Templars. Yeah, fuck them, man. Get Apparently they like Lucifer or something like that, right? <laughs> Don't they worship uh, Baphomet? I That's will... where the Baphomet, modern interpretation of Baphomet came from, I think. The So there's like an overall arc to these games, yeah. and it is bananas. Um, besides, you know, you just like jack into this computer and it you get in touch with your ancestor and your ancestor was an assassin or a templar or is that whatever what this is i didn't know it was that that is how the, so that's like the overall arc to these games you play uh, you first you start off and you play as this guy and he's you know has a lineage of assassins and that's how he's able to like go back in the past gotcha 
But the Templars are this like mega corporation in present day. Yeah. They're like a Microsoft almost. Okay, and they develop you. this sort of thing. Oh, so an evil corp. Yeah. So gotcha. they're using these people to go back and find information so they can get pieces. There's like aliens. It's it's wild. That actually. sounds wild. I thought it was just like, you know, sword and sorcery. They all om- well, not sword and sorcery, but right. Like, they've more or less ninja kind stuff, of Yeah, they've kind of gotten away from that. Oh, and that okay. some people have been into that, some people have not, but like Odyssey, for instance, barely even touches on stuff on the outside. But yeah, yeah you're you're basically in a, a computer simulation. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Go to Japan already. Go to Japan so, so everybody Jake can it. play. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see. Make sure I have everything covered. Everything before we go into. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. This is a big one. Before we go into our lawsuit stuff. Ooh. Nintendo Super Nintendo World has been announced. Universal Studios Osaka, Japan. It's under construction. How do you feel about this? I think it's awesome. Do you? Yeah. I feel very weird about it, and I don't really know why. I wonder why. I tried to like get in touch with myself and figure out, like, why do you feel weird about this Mario thing? I, I, I guess maybe, I don't know. It's just something about the aesthetic, I think, of Mario, maybe. You don't I, like the aesthetic? No, I very much do oh, okay. f- as a video game, I think. I think right. it like to see it live and in person it's just jarring to me or maybe I feel like it'll take away some sort of childhood thing maybe because I didn't have it as a child or I don't know but when I write maybe this, this is what this is a little, this we're is, having a like, psychological session yeah right actually now. now I'm thinking about it I should be lying down should as, be a Sega talk about Sega it. one <laughs> should be we're Focus Sonic you know Sonic World they do what Nintendo don't you know <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but it, it's something about it is just. I mean, whatever. Yeah, I it's mean, cool. It is. It's cool. You're right. Listen, we're grown ass men. Kids will enjoy it. Kids will enjoy it. Yeah. You know what? Thank you for bringing me down to reality. That's okay. No worries. No, I appreciate so I'm here it. For it. <laughs> I'm to here to earth you. <laughs> oh, uh, so it's Mario and World and Donkey Kong themes were in some of the images that were oh, spotted. Okay, developmental images that popped up. It's pretty surprising they didn't do any Zelda. Well, I would imagine that that's going to be that's, like a big thing. Yeah, that's like, going to be like ladies and gentlemen, world. Zelda life, right? And, and I think they have plans for uh, Universal Studios Hollywood and Orlando to do the same thing. Okay, so they'll probably open Osaka in Osaka first for um, the Zelda one when they eventually do it. I'm just thinking theoretically. No, it has to be. If you you're telling me Donkey Kong has, yeah, yeah no, there's no way. Zelda is probably their number two. Yeah, yeah. Donkey Kong one. is. Uh, I I don't know the level of excitement in Japan for Donkey Kong, mm-hmm. but they have like a uh, a cart, like you know, it's like a mine cart thing for Donkey Kong from like you know this. From uh, the, uh, yeah, the one yeah. level has it. Yeah, in the Super NES. Super one. NES. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Donkey, um, uh, Donkey Kong World, right? Donkey, Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country, yeah. yeah. yeah that's it. Cranky Kong. Yes. He's the older one. But, yeah, I'm kind of into it. I don't know. I don't know, yeah. I, I don't know why I'm not into it. I'm it's sorry, guys. It's okay. You can write in and uh, guess why I'm not into it. Maybe it'll help me with some sort of trauma or something I've experienced with Mario. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go into the lawsuit stuff. So it's going to be a lot of reading. Uh, one of them has might have far-reaching complications. Uh, complications no consequences consequences that's the yeah. word still still hungover it's okay all right so uh there was a massive twitter lawsuit in japan mm-hmm. on september 12th a judge ordered journalist yasumi awakami to pay three hundred and thirty thousand yen which is thirty three thousand dollars in compensation to former osaka governor toru hashimoto for defamation of character through a retweet 
Hashimoto has sued Awakami for 1.1 million yen in damages. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Now, what he did was he reached uh, the reporter, the journalist, Awakami, or Awakami, he retweeted a third party's post suggesting that the staff working under the then governor mm-hmm. had been driven to suicide. Oh, jeez. Now, this, this happened in October of 2017. He then, that retweet was deleted in December, but it already had, but he had like uh, 180,000 Twitter followers at the time. And it's believed that the, the retweet has been spread all over the place. So Hashimoto sued him saying that it was, he argued that the retweet gave the impression that the former uh, governor was a perpetrator of power harassment. Oh, okay. That his position of power caused, he was such an abusive person to work under mm-hmm. that people would have committed suicide under him. Wow. But the judge said he was correct in saying this. So now he's suing against him. Well, the thing is, is that the long story short is that Japan now acknowledges that retweets equal endorsement of thoughts and action. Hmm which leans us to our modern political climate in the United States, this might be a big deal. Yeah. I mean, I know our laws don't look at other laws, but if that just becomes international law. So, okay. So first I think we should establish that yeah. I'm not a, twi- I'm not a Twitter user. Yeah, I am. And you are. Yeah. I am. Uh, so that being said, my, so I always see, I always thought that the retweet was more or less that though. It's not, it's, it's not held as, as an actual endorsement of thoughts or actions. Okay. Cause I had just like, so it was something, I guess it all depends on what the tweet is, but I always thought it was like, Hey, this is something that I agree with and I'm retweeting it to my followers. Therefore, therefore I agree with this, right. you know, or if you're retweeting it and you're saying this is wrong, obviously then you're saying that's, you don't agree with this. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, our president uh, has been in the news multiple times for, retweeting strange like right-wing conspiracy stuff right but he's never been held accountable for anything that might have come from that right which that is you know i mean the president can't be can't be sued when he's in power i don't believe anyway so it doesn't matter it's still like it 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 sets like a interesting precedence yeah that's that's it's pretty important yeah for sure so keep an eye on that when it comes to our laws and if the United States decides to take a look at their laws and say, huh, interesting. Fucking Twitter, man. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Like I've met some really nice people. Sure. Like through Twitter, met them in real life. Mm-hmm. They know me through Twitter and stuff, but like legitimately 70% of people on there are fucking monsters. Yeah. I've always been a big, uh, I feel like social media is more bad than good. Yeah. It gives the vocal minority the mo- and they can pay for, popularity it's so weird yeah it's very weird Ugh. speaking of making money off off of social media here we go all right so we've teased at this for a while so we're going to talk about all this funimation stuff mm-hmm. i've been waiting for these trials and everything to happen so this way i can like actually form an opinion instead of just putting out my opinion which doesn't matter if right. you don't have facts yeah me and jim have been sitting on this one for a little bit so fear not this stuff is going on and we're like aware of it, even if we're not talking about it, but there's reasons why we're not talking about it right away. Yeah. So, okay. We're going to talk about the Vic Mignogna trial. I'm just calling, going to call him Vic. I think we can call him Vic. Yeah. First name. Basis. Maybe Vic the dick. <laughs> 
So here's a little background. Early in 2019, 57, the 57 year old voice actor was accused of sexual misconduct by several fans at conventions in a time spanning many years. Mind you, I said he's 57. Some of these girls were in their young teens that he was touching inappropriately. Mind you, touching inappropriate means in any place that a woman deems inappropriate. That's, yeah. No, you're like right. An exposed back or someone's wrist. That's inappropriate. Yeah. Don't touch me, old man. So Vic the Dick brought a defamation court case to court accusing voice actors Jamie Marchie, Monica Rial, Ron Toy, which who is Rial's fiance, and Funimation Studios of tortuous interference conspiracy and other charges. Vic the Dick argued that despite the long-standing rumors, there was some sort of conspiracy among these individuals to eliminate his career. Mind you, at no point does he address the rumors. No, he never does. On September 6th, when this lawsuit went to court, the vast majority of Vic the Dick's accusations were dismissed. While much of this has to do with the strong performance of the defense's legal team, a lot of blame can be placed on the, this is obviously opinion, can be placed on the pitiful performance of the plaintiff. Mm. Vic the Dick never showed up for court. (laughs) And his lawyer offered an almost incoherent defense of Vic the Dick. Like it just didn't make any sense. There's there's plenty of transcripts. You can go online and read this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot of information. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, there's tweets from inside the, the courtroom that show Ty Beard, who was his lawyer, just like being unprepared. He didn't have the proper, he didn't file the stuff in the right timing. Uh, the judge at one point actually said, I don't think I, you have any evidence and that's your problem. <laughs> wow. So most of the charges have been dismissed, including all the charges against Jamie Marchies. So uh, it came out that Ty Beard and this guy, Nick Rikita, are like right-leaning legal guys. Mm-hmm. So with their help, they pushed this I stand with Vic movement on social media. So that all the people involved, the people that were accusers, everything were being harassed through social media. And that's, it's like, oh God. <laughs> I stand with, it's a hashtag, right? Yeah, hashtag I stand with Vic. Is. Hashtag yeah. I stand with Vic. <laughs> so as the court case, there's still more to this. As the court case drew near, uh, there's all kinds of like false stories showed up. Mm-hmm. One of these stories was posted by one of the lawyers. His name's Rakita of outtakes during Dragon Ball Z actors uh, saying lewd things to each other while they were performing okay. about them, you know, male characters fucking each other and stuff like that. Excuse the word, having sex with each other, mm-hmm. uh, including Chris Sabat, Sabat and Scott Schemmel. Now these outtakes have been around forever. Right. People knew about him for 20 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? Once again, we had an, we had an episode where we talked about do, do, do the things that we did 20 years ago apply to today's moral standards, mm-hmm. especially in this age of immediate cancellation of people. Right. That's up to you. I don't believe it does. I don't either. As long as they apologize. And they have already apologized years ago for this. Yeah, this was already dealt with. This was dealt with. This is like a dead thing that they just resurrected because it was convenient. So they've, okay. <laughs> so most of this shit's thrown out. None of it's substantiated. And uh, one piece of purported evidence, uh, a lot of these I Stand With Vic supporters cite, was an account allegedly given by voice actor Stephanie Nadoli that Sabat harassed and bullied her. The evidence of her accusation came from social media accounts that Nadoli confirmed were hacked. Wow. 
Okay. Like, this is so ridiculous. This whole thing is ridiculous and bizarre. That it's like almost a misinformation sort of thing. Totally. There's so much going on. You know, there's uh, some people in the government that are very good at this sort of thing. Right. Where it's like, hey, uh, I'm getting blamed for this thing, a very particular thing, in this case, harassment, sexual harassment and, you know, inappropriate behavior. And now all of a sudden they're like, hey, yeah, but look at this. Look at this guy here. Look what this guy, yeah, nothing to do with it. And, the, oh, there's this situation going on. Um, and, you know, there's there's Twitter users, but they've been hacked. And you're like, what the hell is what going on? What the fuck in yeah. the world is this? I have no idea. You're hacking voice actors? Like, what? And then you think there's a conspiracy because there's always a conspiracy. And right. It's like, bro, or the maybe. The simplest solution is often yeah. the most common one. Right, yeah. Yeah, none of the actions done by this, like, I stand with Vic movement did anything to disprove a single accusation against Mignogna. Yeah, and at the core, that's really what it's all about, right? So this all started up because of these accusations, which she, as far as I know, has not really addressed. He didn't address them at all. He didn't address it at all. He didn't say, I didn't do it. That would be that easy. These people that are standing up for him, first off, they don't know. So these people are like people like me and you. So they're like YouTubers. They're fucking uh, So I had to sit, you know, I just sat here this morning and got all this information, compressed it, and typed it out. Mind you, I might have stolen some of it because I was really still really hungover. But I compressed all this stuff. Sure, yeah. And I have no true opinion except for the information's in front of me. Mm-hmm. So if you were given misinformation, how and you don't seek out anything else or any other source, that's your belief system. And there you go. Yeah, it's you know you got to do your your due diligence, your research. Yeah. And then don't also turn into an armchair lawyer or whatever like this. I I stand with Vic. You can get, I, I've done, I went in about probably 15, 20 minutes on YouTube and stuff. There is this whole thing that has popped up. Yeah. There's, there's money, people making money off this case. So YouTubers are posting videos and exploiting the algorithms there and making false claims and all kinds of crazy stuff. But they have like millions of views that are getting paid for it. Definitely. Yeah. Also the guy, Rakita, the, the, I, I I hope I'm not mispronouncing your name if you're listening. <laughs> Rakita created a GoFundMe for uh, Mignona's legal support, which is currently at two hundred and forty thousand dollars. This is like which it came up in case this thing. Like, why did you do this? Like, right. what, what do you need this for? This whole thing is like eating itself too. So then, by like doing this and this misinformation and all this like weird shit, yeah. It's like being brought up and then more things are happening because of the things that were just reactions to other things. And it's like, what the hell is going on? Well, the judge came out and said, well, you guys, I'm either mediate this shit now or I'm going to take care of it. Yeah. Like, so it's over. This is it. This It's done. It's, yeah. So what's the final say in the story? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing was done. Everything's being thrown out of court. Jesus. The lawyers look like a bunch of dopes. Mm-hmm. They just look like yeah, zealots. They definitely do. Yeah. Uh, Mignana looks like a bigger slime ball than ever. Nobody wanted anything. No. So you've wasted everybody's time. What was the point? Just a, yeah, it's pointless. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And, and never once did he, did he come out and say, oh, I didn't sexually harass these women. Which is like, (laughs) or he's, he's given the old, like, oh, we were just being friendly. Right. The bot that is the bottom line from this whole situation, right? Is that these people had come out with these accusations. Obviously they were wronged or they feel like they were wrong. Cause we don't know. Um, but the, the, he didn't, nothing came of it, which no. is kind of terrible. Yes. You know what I mean? Like these women still have to deal with the memories of this yeah. and all the people that harass the other voice actors were getting death threats and shit online. Like that's gotta be, 
you know, even a small insult online can be in, can hurt your feelings. What is this thing that so like this is popping up more and more, especially with these like hashtags, all this bullshit. Uh, like I stand with Vic. Okay, so you're you're an I stand with Vic guy, and mm-hmm. you submit to the uh, the hashtag or whatever it is you do, and um, but then you feel the need. So it's not just like hey, this is my belief, I stand with Vic. It's more like, oh, I stand with Vic and, uh, you know, fuck you and blah, blah, blah. Like all this. Complete polarity. Yeah, it doesn't, there's no conversation. Well, there's no the, discourse. That's throughout American discourse. I don't know if it's other other places, but it's definitely in America where it's either you're one side or the other. There's no like middle of ground. Like why did, why did you get two lawyers that were fucking right wing guys? But then why is it, why not just have somebody that's objective? To the extreme though, where now you're like, you're like sending death threats yeah, to like, people. How does it, affect your fucking personal life that you feel the need to threaten people it doesn't make any sense no and if anything that makes you worse it makes you it does not help your point at all right it, it makes you look like you're a crazy person you look like, you're like i'm gonna kill you and you're like what why why why, I, I, what, where, I why with you uh, yeah so dumb it is crazy man i don't get that not up in here so the whole point of this whole thing was that all this came to nothing mm-hmm. and we say often be better people yeah, be better. Be better than all this. I'm glad we it's waited. all come together. Yeah, I'm glad. It's all over. Yeah. So now we could cover it. And now we're done. And now I never fucking have to talk about it again. <laughs> about Except for when Vic the Dick drops dead one day. <laughs> Congratulations, Vic. You made it. People, we have so many requests for retros. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah, we have a bunch. Ah! Thank you so much. We will try to do one request a month starting in November because we have a couple of things lined up for October. Thank you. That means yes, so, thank much. You so much. Yeah. Keep sending them to us though. Instagram, Twitter, email. Speaking That's, of email. Ooh, listen to questions. Let's go. Let's go. Let's send us go. questions on Instagram and Twitter or email us at newtaku2019 at gmail.com and we will read them on the air. Mm-hmm. First one is in reference to my Instagram post with the Azure Lane screen grab. Is there hentai for this? <laughs> <laughs> there is hentai for everything, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Uh, <laughs> You can probably just uh, Google it yourself. Yes. I would recommend using the privacy tools. Yeah, the privacy tools. Yes. yes. Incognito <laughs> Incognito, mode. yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, there is. I did not research it for you, but I would guess that uh, nhentai.net, probably if you type in Azure Lane, you'll probably get a, a full six pages full of Azure Lane booby girls. You can research it for as long and uh, as you want. As long as you can last. As long as you can. It's all case by case. Yes. Yes. Unless you properly grease. Yes. (laughs) All right, here we go with one. This is a little bit deeper. Okay. Although, hentai versions of everything can get pretty deep. Yeah, I mean, definitely. All right. Going to go fairly vague with my question. But what are your opinions on cross-cultural continental collaborative anime? We've discussed this before. Examples being Cannon Busters and Ninja Slayer, both of which are based on American-made comics. You're the comic guy. Mm Mm-hmm that cover Japanese aesthetics and tropes and adapted by some great production houses in Japan. What more could you see from this type of collab in the future? Frank, I'll let you go first. So, uh, mind the, you, I haven't formed an opinion or anything like I'm going in. As you're going fresh in. As you are, yeah. Um, so, I mean, we had talked about before if they're considered anime, yes. right? And I think we came to a general consensus that they are not. It depends. If it's produced in... If it's created in Japan, I have no problem calling it. But anything. like Cannon Busters, for instance, which is a Netflix thing, and they're very like... It's, it's, it's you know... Marketing. Marketing. It is uh, American, then it is not. 
I am into these collab collaborations as long as they are respectful yes. of uh, one way or the other, whatever it may be, because we're not talking about any particular, you know, um, country or whatever. Uh, I will say, though, it is very, I feel like, very difficult um, just from the experience that I've seen on the American side for that to reach that level. Yeah. So there is an example where this is like a whole other thing, but uh, there is a guy in Marvel who's now actually their like editor in chief. Okay. And he at one point wrote under a um, Japanese name. Yes. Okay. Yes, so you yes. are aware of this. Yes. Um, and he produced these comics that were basically like Japanese influenced. It turned out he was this white guy. Yes. Um, which is very problematic. It is. Problematic. Uh, uh, it is, a, it is a, a whole nest of uh, vipers with that one. So like, that's the sort of situation I'm talking about where I feel like that is uh, inappropriate. But I mean, when it is uh, something where you are giving, you know, uh, the proper show proper of respect yes. yes, to whatever that may be, I think that's good. And you know what? You get some really cool things out of that. Yeah, I you think. do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, we've talked about uh, Orientalism before. Mm-hmm. It's the to look at things from not European based as being strange, different, weird, interesting because of the fact that they're not European based. European meaning descendants of Europeans. So that can get uh, troublesome at times where you're just like white people making shows about or African-Americans in the case of cannon busters where you're not giving the people the proper the people that are the origin of these stories, the proper look and feel without being offensive. Mm -hmm. Now, listen, I'm a white male. I am not an expert on race relations. I'm not going to tell anyone what's racist because I don't suffer from racism necessarily. Yeah. But I do have a problem at times with, with shows that portray themselves as Japanese-based when it's just a bunch of white guys in the room making mm-hmm. decisions. It can get problematic. Now, there's some exceptions to the rule. Afro Samurai was awesome. Yeah, Afro yeah. Samurai is really cool, yeah. And Netflix is pretty much doing a collaboration with everybody now. They're paying an Afri- and Netflix is an American company. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't agree with their slapping anime on everything, but some of the stuff that they have, like I said, Carol on Tuesday, is pretty damn good. Right, yeah. So... What more could you see for this type of collab in the future? I don't. I, I think with the expanse of the availability of anime in the United States and our, the United States' unbe- unbelievable need for capitalism, mm-hmm. that we're definitely going to get some more. We're, some some will be hit or miss. Yeah, we. Uh, it's almost certain, right? Especially yeah. with Netflix in particular, their push um, that it's going to happen, and I'm 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 here for it. Yeah, you know, it seems like they they're doing a good enough job so far with some of the the stuff and they do have a far reach you know they they're constantly picking stuff out from other countries and and uh i think doing a good job with some of that stuff yeah we talked about star wars resistance earlier that that was a japanese production but it was an american property lucas films yeah so yeah it's good it's exciting um it'll get some more my whole thing with more americanized versions of things is that it opens the door for more fans and i always i hate gatekeepers Mm -hmm. i can't stand them so if you get things more um i don't know accessible uh, for a younger american audience maybe they'll check out some other stuff too yeah and i mean the the more like to your point the more that people are into it too and the more accessibility the more it's just going to continue to open up you know what i mean i can't wait to expose young children to kanagawa jet girls when it comes out okay (laughs) (laughs) all right 
That was a very good question. Yeah, Thank it was. You. It was a good question. Thank uh, you. The hentai one was good as well. I hope we covered it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for next week? Yes. It's our big summer 2019 review and best of show. I think we might fight about some stuff, though. I think that that's a, that's a strong. This I, think might be the... I think we're going to have a serious disagreement about best show. Oh, okay. I think so. Interesting. I don't know if it'll be a serious disagreement because I think I can agree on. We had a couple of very good shows through spring and summer mm-hmm. or just summer. But I think our overall winner. And I've had an, I had an idea of what we can do if we disagree on stuff. Okay. I think we should both vote. If we agree on something, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if we disagree, both those votes matter. Maybe we'll do a bracket at the end of the year. Okay. We could do that. All right. Yeah, why not? Try something new. Yeah. Bracket up. Bracketology. Bracketology. We'll do like a March Madness thing. Yeah. But <laughs> anime December or something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. December anime bracket. This is a good show. This was a very good show. I held out for having a dry ass voice. Maybe you need to be hung over for these more often. <sighs> no. <laughs> I don't Never. know if your body could take it. <laughs> Never again. I can't do it again. Uh, okay, that's good. So uh, thanks for joining us again. Remember, next week is our review episode. So mm-hmm. if you're watching along with us, get caught up so we don't spoil anything for you. Definitely. And if not, we'll try to keep it spoil-free as possible, but we might have to drop some things, mm-hmm. especially best of episodes, because there's one show that's got, I don't know, like seven amazing episodes. I guess we'll see. Something like that. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Once again, please share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions and show requests. Our email is NewTaku2019 at gmail.com, and we'll talk about them on the air. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please subscribe and share. Oh, and thank you very much to uh, Donnie from uh, Ringrost Radio. He put us over pretty hard on the show again. Thank you. Podcasts they listen to. And then he texted me that I didn't mention them. Let me thank him. I don't listen to his email section. I may apologize, Don. Uh, Until next time, I'm Jim. I'm Frank. And gambate. Gambate.